Hey everybody and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week it's a Sam and Hugh hour. Nate has decided to have a little contact dispute over medical uh, benefits. Leaving Sam and I to dive into some TV shows, a few little political things that, you know, end up being a little bit more than we thought. But all in all, a nice little catch up for the two of us since it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. Here we go. I'm, I'm doing well. How are things over there? Good, you're clean shaven, huh? I did, yes. I decided to uh, get rid of the beard. I don't, I don't know it looks why. looks more like Steve Coogan. So. Yeah, it's it, it, a very distinct look I have without the beard. <laughs> as I get reminded. It's so, okay. I think it's good. You look younger. Well, that's usually getting rid of all the grays will do that. So, and yeah. the grays I'm getting so many grays. It's not even funny. That's, yeah. It's not fun. I'm doing it's okay It's not fun now. when you're a woman. No, no. But it's more acceptable to dye your hair as a woman. True. I mean, I think a lot, of, a lot more guys are doing it, so it's not a big deal. I mean, especially if you can get away with, like, it not being obvious. A lot of guys can do that. But with your not, beard and stuff, I don't know how that works. I, there's a dye for your beard. It's like, you know, they have the dye-at-home dye kits that you can do. Like, where it's like, let's leave a few of the grays in there, but darken up the rest. It's kind of like, you know, hair dye. It's, uh... Is it like the Ron Peel, like the can spray thing, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but no. I think it's more of the, the brush it in kind of thing <laughs> there i've seen adverts for it so i it I might be worth a shot but like why because like you're just gonna grow it out and then cut it like yeah. i don't know i don't know a lot of effort a lot of effort i'll put it like this i'm happy i still have hair <laughs> i don't give a shit what color it turns into I'm like that's that's most goals for that's... men i mean no, Nate's I not that. here to i get it to, to put his put it you know have his point across yeah, put put his point across about not having hair but you know the man the man has decided to do a contract dispute and uh for medical reasons not well yeah i mean like as far as like sick leave and pto we, we haven't really negotiated all that no i i kind of ignored that last time when we had our our one cent dispute as as he was a <laughs> guest on one of the shows uh, <laughs> well, that's that was why I was gone for so long. So, uh, you know, I guess I'm the only one who has to be here for this this magnificent show to continue. Turns out, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice that like Nate has like a legit microphone now, so that's nice. No, I know we have to. Uh, yeah, the, a very nice Christmas present on your end, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's some people that are really really easy to. Um, uh to buy for and Nate's one of them which I, I'm very thankful for um it's mainly because I talk to him every week that's true <laughs> I mean yeah it is a, this is a helpful guide for that uh those little little things it's like yeah we might not talk all the time but we have this one once a week powwow which we call a show um uh, in one way or I another. think I think I think his other podcast gets a little bit more traction oh absolutely because it's honestly specific oh I'm not gonna deny that well, the thing is, I don't really know. I don't. I've never listened to it because I don't ever watch reality TV, and that's kind of primarily what they talk about, right? I so don't I know. Just... Like, I think they do a bit more of a defined talking kind of like about celebrities in general. It's a gossip show, so I think they've moved yeah. off the reality world because Nate is absolutely useless in in the reality kind of thing, he, much like that. But you know, he has his. his he has his strengths and is coming up with quick little things to make fun of people about their 
madness. And he has some, you know, working in the right. industry that he did when he was doing it. Has some good stories. Well, yeah, and I feel like it's hard, though, because it's such a, you know, like, I, the only reality shows that I watch are, like, maybe, like, it's been a while, but, like, Project Runway and Great British the, Show. The like, it's very mild, and it's not, like, scandalous, and I don't know anybody that's on Real Housewives. I don't know any of that stuff. Like, I don't know anything about Vanderpump. I just know the restaurants that they, like, open up and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, whenever my friends would visit me, this is years ago, you know, when it was, like, super popular, and it probably still is, but um, they were like, oh, let's go to one of their restaurants. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and they're like, well, we could be served by so-and-so. I'm like, wait, so they have, like, a show, but they're still working. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> They work for and, about two, two to three years because they're not make, they're making good money. Don't get me wrong. In reality, it's just they're not making I can't not not work money. Right. Like because they're gonna spend it because they're right. They're so young. I just I just don't know I just don't know how all that works when you know <sighs> you become famous because of you're on a reality show but but you're famous because you work at a restaurant or whatever and but like you you stay like you're famous for nothing like yeah. I actually know someone who was in the hills. Nice guy. He, you know, uh, he was the roommate. Steven. Not no, Steven. No, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> I forget whose roommate he was, but he was one of the like the main guy's roommates. Like act- I, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Nor did so, I. No. So I don't really know. Outside, like someone's like, oh, he was in the hills. I'm like, uh, okay. I I know Lauren Conrad just by name and Spencer and Heidi. Because... And Kristen Cavallari. That's that's all. I, oh, yeah, that's Kristen... all I know. Oh, and Audrey, what, what? Oh, he was Audrey's ex-boyfriend, I think, too. So sure. I don't know. Like once again, they rebooted that show and they brought in uh, what's her face from the OC, the girl who played Marissa, Mar- Marissa, Marissa. Yeah, Wait, this is why we need oh, Nate every so often. Oh, oh, well, she's kind of wasn't she kind of like a hot mess? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like after she got herself kicked off the OC, and you know, hot she had the the hot movie career that didn't quite become the hot well, she was the, she was a girl that threw up in in six cents yes she was that was that was her hottest moment <laughs> in movies oh that and she was oh she was in uh notting hill oh yeah she's like the the actress that's like the the, the child actress, actress leo yeah leonardo da vinci yeah. no dicaprio yeah i well, remember that yeah that, that, god there's the the acting points of uh why am i blanking on her name oh this is uh we're awful this is why we we need nate this is really why nate is part of the show but also do nate because we don't really talk about this stuff we could talk about other things we can (laughs) we yes as we should any new shows i I, because i just finished reacher which was fantastic in my opinion oh is that jack reacher Mm -hmm. like the whole series the whole series um yeah so tom cruise was it tom cruise no no this is the tv series no, I know, but Tom Cruise kind of ruined that whole... He like, ruined it by not being properly casted as Reacher. Well, that's the thing. Like, he, he ruined that whole franchise for me because now I always associate with him. And I don't really watch any of his movies, so I'm just like, eh. And so I discredit it. So it's TV show has nothing up, to do with the movies. Like okay. the, the TV show Maybe is, I'll watch it. I, I recommend it. I, you know, okay. if you like a little violence, a little smart kind of, like, mysteriness to a show, it's quite okay. good. Quite entertaining. Um, you don't need to watch the movies to watch the TV show. So, right. I, to be perfectly honest, um, the past week I haven't really been watching much. So, oh, what's been um, keeping you occupied outside of work? Children. Oh yeah. Those things. 
Well, and also like the Olympics and uh, I've just been watching a whole bunch of Olympics. And so I like whenever like the TV was on, I would just watch like curling or whatever. It was fun. You know, curling is a nice background sport. It I, is. I feel like I kind of know what's happening and I kind of get it. But then I'm not invested only in the U.S., obviously. No, because they got knocked out early, I, I believe. Yeah, and so that's the thing. It's just like I'm only rooting for the U.S. So like all these other countries that are going, I'm like, good for you guys. And then you try to like, you know, see who's better somehow. And and I'm the same way with like all the other winter sports because I don't really, besides figure skating, which I love, like everything else, I'm kind of like cool. Oh, there's a bit of I'll scandal behind that figure skating one. Yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't really read that much about it because like she was taking heart medication. Right, I, she like took that? a medication that wasn't her own. That's what the the, the story is. Whatever she she got. Why hot. is she taking somebody else's medication though? If she doesn't have because she's a a Russian. So this is a thing. So this is a thing. One of um, a friend of the pod, exes, um, he was up for a job. I think at Kaiser or something, and uh, he I think had some sort of like back pain or whatever, and so he had like. Uh, what do you call it? Um, meds that was not his own. I think it was like one of his friends or, or moms or, or somebody like right. It's just Someone pain gave meds. him something. Yeah, it's just pain meds, and it's and it's not like you know illegal by any means. It's not like you know because even oxy's not even illegal. But you know, yeah. it's one of those things where like, oh yeah, I have some, I have, I have leftover Vicodin here. Have some, you know, whatever. Because yeah. I do that sometimes with my friends too. Whatever, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal if you're getting drug tested though for a job. Yes, because you don't know what you've taken. <laughs> So. so, so he got drug tested and they found out and he didn't have a prescription for it. Yeah. So he didn't, so he didn't get the job. And so I'm like, well, why are these like elite athletes that know that they shouldn't be taking these types of drugs if they test positive for it and it's not, and if they don't have a prescription for it, then it should be clear cut. Right. right? Yes. In theory. I mean, I know that what's her name, the um, that runner and from America that was uh, disqualified for, for having um, pot in her, you know, for having weed in her system. Like she was like getting all angry too. As she should. And she gets she gets yeah. kicked out for weed. Like not not even an appeal, not it's even not to compete, even, yeah. not anything. Not a and this girl gets to compete. It's not a performance enhancing drug that's on the list. The the disturbing thing is like if she okay, so she's whatever. It's like she the I'm not talking about the trap. I'm talking about the winner, the the Russian. And the American, oh, I gotta like do the. It sounds like Shakira. I know. It sounds awful. I know. Uh, <laughs> it is Shakira. No, Shakari. Shakari Richardson. Yeah. So, and she was also banned for a month. It was like, okay, so it was in time or not in time for whatever. It was just kind of a bullshit thing. Uh, and then she's like, well, okay, so I get banned, but this girl who, because she's 15. Like the girl should have just dropped out at that point in time, and which is know exactly what they're doing. They've been coaching for years, yeah, and they turn out all these Olympic athletes, right? Yeah, I drew. Like they should know better. Okay. Well, I mean, the Russians shouldn't even be competing after their scan. Like they're not competing under the Russian Federation. It's whatever. It's the Olympic exiled team kind of thing. But you know, she gets pop fifteen, still gets to compete. Now, if she medaled anywhere, um, they wouldn't have a podium. So the person, if said finished in first, wouldn't get their moment because, you know, she couldn't be on the podium. Like, it was like a whole 
the IOC, which is as corrupt as it can get, as you can imagine. It's just, I don't know why a 15-year-old couldn't just be like, I'll sit out this one and go for the next one, because it's four years away, I'll be 19. Because the next one she'll be 19. Oh, God forbid. And she won't she won't be as good. She won't be the way, like, you know, there's a very small window, like gymnastics. That, yeah, you know, you well, can gymnastics compete. more so, but I think, like, in ice skating, they've proven you can, I don't know. Well, look at Nathan Chen. He, he did well after he came back. Yeah. I mean, after Pyeongchain, like, I mean, it's doable. The thing is, is like their, their whole, it's like a factory. Like they're, they turn out all these like gold med, gold medal winning people every Olympics. Yeah. And that's what they do. And she didn't obviously do as good as she was supposed to, because she was probably dealing with a whole bunch of shit from other people right. and knowing that people are talking about her. And she probably got way too inside of her head. And there's a lot of pressure for a 15-year-old. Like, you know what I was doing when I was 15? Not that. Not much. No. Yeah. I was, like, studying. Like, maybe the worst thing was, like, you know, my chemistry test that was coming up. <laughs> you know? Like, right. basic shit. And then, like, oh, like, maybe boys. I don't know. I was 15. There, there wasn't much going on. Playing a lot of video games over you know? here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, or, and it was just hanging out with friends and doing whatever, like, all the, the North teenager would, and, you know, getting into grunge music. Like, I don't know, what else did I do when I was 15? There was not much pressure, and I didn't even play a sport, because I knew that I just wasn't athletic. <laughs> and so I went more the academic route, because that, you know, suited me better. So I was in the marching band, you know, like, I did all this other stuff, you know, because that's right. what I did. But there's no, like, oh, you know, like, your country is, like, depending on you to win this freaking metal or whatever like well, it's ridiculous it's so much pressure i mean throwing the fact that they're like they're ready for war right now right are we are we at war now or i don't know what our status is currently it's just no we like, like we've like put up sanctions so it's like a soft war yeah it's i know it's like they're like uh, from my understanding White collar war they're they're stopping the rich people from spending money in america is essentially yeah. The, the, what the system is going to be. They're like, no, you can't get your money out. Your money is now stuck here until this ends. So you sort it out with Putin because you guys are all buddy-buddy. It's like, I can't wait to see what happens with Chelsea. This is where Nate would be fun to have around because uh, Abramovich, the owner of one of the biggest clubs in, in soccer, uh, is been has been told that the English parliament are supposed to be putting, you know, restrictions on him they're not going to because boris johnson's a wet noodle of a leader but uh you know he's oh god it's all it's all kinds of a mess there but uh they're not going to do anything they should just take they should just take clubs away from teams it's like just be like yeah no no war and you or you lose everything in these countries it should be fun and entertaining well but that's the thing it's just like um we have to find out what really like motivates them right well, it's money. Well, my exactly. guess, my guess is what's going on is it's it's for oil in the Ukraine. It's got something. It has something to do with that, right? Um, not because it's like, oh, this used to be part of mother mother Russia and the Soviet Union, and which Ukrainians have always been Ukrainians. It's they don't, you know, there there's this whole lie smear campaign that Vladimir is doing, but same point in time, it's you know, it's kind of what right. I right. Uh, you know, there's. Um, do you know who Freestyle Love Supreme is? Mm-mm. So it's like Lin-Manuel Miranda's like improv freestyle rap group. It okay. sounds weird. Okay. They, they have like a Broadway show actually. But what a lot of people didn't know is that a little 
channel called Pivot that I used to work on had a show called Freestyle Love Supreme where they we would have like, you know, film them at, um, I think it was like Joe's Pub in New York City. Mm-hmm. And literally like they will just get, it's like an improv show. So yeah. they'll ask people in the audience like, hey, throw out some, you know, some things, some topics. And they would just freestyle. And one of the, my favorite ones was uh, they talked about the Ukraine. Someone said it. This was years ago. And he legit rapped about the history of the Ukraine. And I can't find it anywhere online because he explains like the history and everything and, and, and all the beef between Russia and, and Ukraine so well. Um, but I can't find it anywhere. There was a so anyway. Um, someone did a funny photo where they're because of all this and they're like, oh, Kiev in one thousand whatever like architecture that's going in there, and then they're like Moscow, and it's just a forest because Moscow didn't exist. It's like that that whole thing is just me like no. This has been here. Yeah. And it's not- Well, I get like really confused though because um Josh's sister um is it she like her husband's a missionary and right. uh they were in uh, Macedonia, which is now North Macedonia. Right. For a while. They're no longer there. Um but yeah, like just the history of like Yugoslavia and everything oh. that happened everywhere around that area and there's Albania there. There's like all these like there's so much stuff that's happened that like the in whole... history, like it's changed so much since I learned it. Well, the countries didn't exist that now exist. Like Yugoslavia exactly. is a great example of that one. It's just like yeah. uh, you you knew the Soviet Union. Like I will never forget like Estonia, Lath- Latvia, and Lithuania because those were like yeah. the first three Baltic states that were like, oh, here you go. Right. And then you had Ukraine and Georgia, and it kept going. And now it's like, oh, okay, I don't know anything about that region now it's just there's there's so many countries of you know sylvania slovakia i'm sure there's other ones that i'm like oh okay i don't you know montenegro wait what is it montenegro her i don't know like bosnia herzegovina yeah there's that one sarajevo like all the throughout countries yeah and i'm just like in seven cities <laughs> it's just in those regions it's in that region yeah. where in that region yeah, i but don't that's know the thing. it's like do you remember when Sarajevo was like a huge deal? Yes. Like during the Clinton administration and like the Bosnian war and all this other stuff. Like nobody talks about that anymore because like we've dealt with so many other things since then. And um, it's funny because when we moved to our neighborhood, which was, you know, six years ago. That's crazy. We didn't, we didn't realize that like there were so many fireworks. And I know that like Nate lived in Cochrane, which is not that far where yes, there was a ton of fireworks. And so for whatever reason, I just forgot about that. So our first 4th of July was insane. And I think Josh said something about like, it sounds like it's from Sarajevo. I'm like, that's really fucking dated, dude. Like what your, what, what, like your references are really dated. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like nobody will understand that reference at all. <laughs> it's a good one though. In a yeah, weird no, way. I get it. I get it. I'm like, how about Afghanistan or how about something more, more modern? You know, I don't know, but it's, it's funny because. Yeah, that was such a big deal when we were growing up. I, I mean, yeah, there were genocides going on. I'm, I mean, in in Europe, so. Unfortunately, like genocides, Dude. you would think that like they wouldn't happen anymore just because of social media and like we have the internet and there like people can report things, but people, you find that there's like a certain people just don't care in America about certain things. People don't care about anything in America except for America. And they barely care about that. They, yeah, it is a narcissistic country in its own right. Just, uh, like most first world 
things. Yeah, yeah. You know. and, and that's the hard part. It's just like you hear about like you know that you know the, the IRC, like the the International Refugee. Right. I don't know what the C stands for, but like we at my old job, we did a lot of work with them because there's a lot of there's just a lot of people that need to escape their countries because of crazy dictatorial stuff and genocides and, and things that were happening and like uh, unfortunately a lot of muslim people are, are being persecuted everywhere yep so it's like yeah people they they need places to go i'm like the reason why i'm here is because they bombed my country and they like were felt bad and they like okay well we'll let you guys come in just for a very small limited amount of time so whoever can come come kind of attitude and then they close the borders again yeah you know what i mean it's just like yeah, like, hey, let's uproot an entire country. Oh, they, and then, yeah. you know. Oh, no, they're and, like, and people, we want to. Le- we're against us. Usually it's like, we want our leader in. See how that guy f- fucks it up, right. which is usually the case. And then there's a yeah. another, you know, it happens everywhere. It's anywhere the U.S. gets their hands into. It's like, this is the guy we want in power. Oh, no. What happened? Let's go and fix yeah. it. For another 20 years i don't know at this point in time i'm just like i understand the u.s is the world police because that's what they do and south park creators were smart to do team america because that is actually what it is true and that's yeah. the attitude that the like half the country has of like fuck this shit let's go blow some stuff up because well i mean it's like what do you expect what, what do you think is going to happen in, in afghanistan and when we pull our troops of course, the Taliban's going to take over. Yeah, because they were there. there. There was no winning, whatever that was. There was no win. We weren't. Why were we there, outside of some precious metals that were for batteries? From the sounds of like nothing was going on in Afghanistan when we went. Like the whole thing was under a a lie, anyways. But you know, just because nine eleven happened, which we're having every day now, you don't see anyone being like, "Oh no, let's stop this." Two thousand people die a day, and no one gives. No, it's it's because it's because all the it's all home homegrown terrorism, and yes. they're all white people. Oh, that's yes. the problem. Yeah, well, there's no, no like foreign. There's no there's, foreign. There's no person such thing. That is of. not considered a organization of the terror type. The white people can't possibly happen with the evangelical Christian right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this is the thing. Um, they're more worried about like women killing babies that aren't really even formed or born yet. Yep. So there's, oh, yeah. that, so there's that. No, that's one thing. But then the, the irony of like guns, the vaccination, the, the vaccination, and like it's my body, I get to decide what I put in it, and you're just like, you do realize that like oh no, they're kind they of very similar to abortion, right? But, I mean, they okay. took abortion chance, you know. See, the thing is, I'm I'm fine with people that have their beliefs, yes. and they're just like, okay, we want the baby to be born, okay, but then provide services that will help take care of the baby and the mom. They just abandon them once they're born, and then they get mad because they use all the resources, and they're just like, oh, you're on welfare now? Like, of course she is. She didn't want the baby in the first place. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no well, you, you add in that fact. You add in the fact that they don't care about, once, you know, guns in schools kind of just became a thing, they're like, right. you, ain't, you ain't the pro-life group, guys. You don't right. care about the life of, like, you don't. It's just like well, a... Well, I mean, it's just like, oh, well we don't want metal detectors at our schools, but you're just like, oh, okay, so you're okay with somebody bringing a gun and they're just like shooting people at the schools, but, you know, God forbid you have metal detectors. They have issues with people wearing masks at schools. I don't think... Well, they... yeah, the, the whole other thing is masks at schools, which the thing is, I get, but you know what? 
my four month old can tell that I'm smiling through my mask. Yeah, you can so, see it in the eyes. Yeah. And she's only four months old. Wow. So it's perfectly fine. They can see other people at home without masks that talk to them on a daily basis and they can still have that, you know, whatever people are worried about developmentally. But, but it's oppressing but, them. It's oppressing our children. But, I'm sorry. This but no, it's just it's just you know what's oppressing our kids? Like them getting sick. <laughs> And them spreading like COVID to everybody else, yeah. it's getting them sick. Uh, you know, people. But it's but the, the the thing is is that like, and I get it. Like, um, if you want to get sick, fine. But the thing is, if you're unvaccinated and you do get sicker than others, that's your choice. And you know that that might happen, sure. But you might actually die, and that's my concern. Is that like, I don't want people to die. But then, if you're choosing not to, then you choose not to. Fine. But I don't want my kid to die because she's four months old and she can't get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows how it's gonna? Who, who knows how she's gonna react to COVID? Because I don't know if she has a heart issue. I don't know if she has a lung issue. I don't know if she has any issues. She's brand new. But it's it's proving that the fact that you had the vaccination during that whole process has yeah shown good good signs and yeah. I still don't take her out that much. No, well, we, we, I mean, you know, I'm like I'm super paranoid. But then she doesn't really need to be out. She's already in daycare. Like. She has enough mm. stimulation and stuff. And and to be perfectly honest, there's nothing really out there that is worthy for me to, I don't know, to go out where I'm like, I have to be there. Like, we went out and got sushi and we, we sat outside and it was fine. We could still eat because, like, I mean, knock on wood, the weather, I mean, it's supposed to be colder this week right. in L.A. standards. Yep. So maybe I won't go out. But it's one of those things where, like, our weather is great here. Like, we can eat outside for the foreseeable future and be fine. And I'm okay with that. And that's one of the reasons why I pay a lot of money to live in L.A. Just not today. It's too cold today. Well, I know. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It's going to get warmer. You know, and and that's the thing. I can do that. But a lot of other people can't. And I get why they're, like, kind of going a little stir crazy and, you know, whatever. But it's just, everything's just temporary. Mm -hmm. Eh. That's all. It's just Everything's be, temporary. What is this? It's supposedly every pandemic's what five years, give or take. Well, yeah, and and this is the thing. Like, I still don't think that I'm depriving my kids of stuff. Like, my older daughter's going to school still. I mean, she has to wear a mask, but then she takes it off when she comes home, and she still has playdates with people because I, you know, most of her friends are vaccinated, and I know that they are. And as long as they're not, she's getting tested every week. As long as she doesn't have symptoms, like right now, she actually has a cold. Right. And she was, she, oh, those she still exist. Home. Those, yeah. those, those happen, yes. She stayed, she stayed home from school yesterday, and I got her a COVID test, and she's negative. So, yeah, it's a cold. But, you know, she's still coughing. She's still contagious. I don't want her to be, like, getting in kids. front of other kids and yeah. getting them sick either because we just we don't want their kids to get sick. No, it, it sucks. Now, is this the same case for you like, and, the, and the girls where, like, if uh, you call in sick and it's going to be like a two day wait period anyways. Like she has to be home for two days or she can go back the next day. If she doesn't have COVID It's like, cause they've been, she can go back if she doesn't have COVID. I mean, the thing is for me, it's more of like, well, like you can kind of tell like where they are in their cold process. Right. Like right now she just has like a light cough. It's the end of her right, being right, sick right. because she was sick over the weekend, mm. you know? Um, and she was only sick, I think starting like Sunday night, you know, and then we had Monday off. 
And so like, she's like, it doesn't take that long for a cold to go through, you know, kid yeah. because what 24 hours, it, 48 hours, maybe. Well, it's just very, it, yeah, it was a very, it's very mild symptoms. She just had like a stuffy nose and, and a cough. And I'm just like, Oh great. That's like, you know, COVID symptoms. And yeah, then she small. got tested and she's fine. So I'm like, okay. So I could have held her back another day today, but she says that she felt fine. And the thing is she's wearing masks anyway at school. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, Remember that first year where, like, nobody got the flu? Yeah. It was great. And nobody got sick. Nobody had the cold, even. I know. It's fantastic. We had clear skies here. They went brown (laughs) real quick at one point. I was like, wow, okay. That was... No, but that's the funny thing. Like, it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, oh, like, we, we, we were able to kind of not get sick because everybody was like washing their hands and wearing masks and doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing. Right. Basically everything that people in Asia did for years and years and years, and they would wear masks because they don't want to get other people sick. And that's what people don't understand is that we're wearing masks not to not get the sickness, but we're, we don't want to expose people if you don't feel well. Yeah. It's, it's And now, but, yeah. But this is a country that believes like a majority of the people believe that uh, Jesus rose it, rode a dinosaur. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you know, there there are those people who do not believe in science. It's like one of those, uh, the madness of it all. It's, it, it's scary how this country is devolving in, in, the, in its process of thinking. Like, I don't... Well, it's because, like, you get enough people to believe the same thing that you believe, and then it's okay. And then it's fact or something. Oh, well, yeah, you lie long enough and... Well, we're seeing it. We're seeing half the... Co- or a third of the country, at least, not still not believe that things are the way they are. It's like... Matt, can you imagine if the Democrats fought this hard in 2000? Right, so this is the thing. Like, I... I'm fine with people believing what they want to believe, but if it becomes, like, a public health issue, like what COVID is, that's yes. a problem because it affects everybody. Yeah, well... Right? No, but they're, they're like, I don't, I, at this point in time, I'm just kind of like, I'm done with it. I'm like, I feel bad when people die. I feel bad that, you know, I'm like, you always hear about these radio hosts who are, who are anti-COVID. I'm like, well, okay, you reap what you sow there. And I'm like, I feel bad for the family. It's unfair. It's just like, you know, you can't reach them. You can't break through to certain people. I don't feel bad. Is that bad? No, I mean, I kind of I mean, do, but I don't feel bad. You, it's just like, well, they knew what they were getting themselves into, and that was a possibility, and they died, and that was sad. But but the thing is, is when they move the goalposts on, like, oh, COVID doesn't exist. You know, the vaccines are bad. And then it's like, okay, um, I could have survived if I was given ivermectin. Like, oh, well, that's, that's yeah, a I know. thing. Uh, but, you know, at this point in time, it's like a horse dewormer is what's going to save them. That's what, like, Joe Rogan was spouting. Oh, Joe I Rogan was I haven't spout- been paying attention, so, with oh, Joe Rogan. Oh, God. Um, I've been a- avoiding, um, ever since the N-bomb situation, and his, he, him realizing that it was not a word for him to say in his apology. How did he real? how did he not know that that's not okay? That's what I don't that's, understand. I, well, that's him, because he's just, you know, not a good person. I'm sorry, like, any, like I don't think anyone who's listening to our show, you know, is going to be well, like... Well, it's just like, you, you can't do blackface. That's like a rule. No. I mean, what was it, Bamboozled was like the Spike Lee joint one yeah. where they did the blackface, where it was black people doing blackface and it was a whole thing. It was a great movie. 
It's just like the last time I've... No, you can't do blackface. It's, you know... Eh, it's one of those... I don't know. I don't know. Joe Rogan is just... Like, they lied about how much money they paid for his show as well, which is weird. They said it was $100 million. It was $200 million. I'm like, why? Why? Why lie about that? I don't know. That's the weird thing. Unless they were hiding some tax thing. And Spotify is a horrible company in general. Like... I have a lot of friends that work for them. <laughs> I'm sorry that you have friends that work for them, but no, it's because I work in sales, and there's always going to be somebody yeah. that I know that works in media. But they're not the ones. They're not the ones who are horrible. Like right, it's, it's they they steal from the artists, the musicians, and they give it all to podcasters. Which because they bring in revenue from advertising and everything else on their own, and it goes to Spotify. So. It's a completely different business model, and I get that, but yeah. they should be paying artists. Like this is the thing. Remember um, when Napster came out? Yes. I was banned. I was banned from Napster. Uh, which um, Metallica song did you uh, download? What? Which Metallica song did you download? Unforgiven. Yeah. Which I I thought was ironic. Um. So, this is the thing. They couldn't figure out how to pay people, at that point in time, right? Right. And they still can't, which is weird. Because oh no okay, there's no more DVD sales. Like, then YouTube came out, and they're like, how do we pay people to watch our music videos? Like, there's all these different things, and they, 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 the, the, the money people can figure it out pretty fast, but I don't understand why they can't figure out how to pay artists on a streaming music platform when they have, like, you know, I don't know if you have this issue, because we subscribe to Apple Music, because we, we like, bundle right. our you yeah. know, subscriptions for Apple. So I have unlimited Apple... As long as Apple has the rights to it, I can listen to whatever I want on Apple. But then all of our devices are Google at our house. So Google uses YouTube music. Right. And they have the rights to certain songs. So, like, the thing is, Google will let us listen to things via Apple music or YouTube music. And so you sometimes you have to specify. Because, like, I have a preference. Like, I want everything to be to run to go through Apple music or whatever. Right. And so that's the first one that, that it goes to. So, for instance, like Rezzy really likes um, "Build Me Up Buttercup." It's oh. like our diaper. Ch- it's our diaper changing song. It's fun. It's actually kind of of a messed up song if you think yeah. if you listen to the lyrics. Um, but whatever. It's like a fun, happy song, and we change your diaper to it. It's fine. But then half the time when I'm asking Google, it'll play a different version. It'll play the version that's remastered, and it doesn't sound anything like the original. Right. And I'm like, Ugh. and I have to constantly say like, "Oh, play it via like YouTube Music or Apple Music." And it's really frustrating and hard to figure out. And as somebody who, you know, um, has a seven-year-old who he was so used to just instant music all the time, which I still tell her, like, is weird for me because we had to listen to the radio and wait for the song to come on or buy the CD, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I think CDs for her is, like... Yeah. She doesn't even get it. Because, like, my car now doesn't even have a CD player. Like, I used to have a CD player in my, in my previous car from two years ago. Um, it was... And I got mad because it used to be six discs, and then right. now they went down to one disc, and now there's no CD player at all. Yeah, no. So I'm like this old lady where I'm just like, why is like everything digitized? Because sometimes I just want to listen to my CDs. <laughs> no, no more CDs for you. I've actually my CD player is in my closet. I had oh god, you'll you'll laugh at this one. So I have a a two deck CD player. But it's the, oh, those are nice. Yeah, but this is one of those original, like the original CD recorders. So it was like I could do mixtapes with CDs when that first came out. So it's like I could record onto a CD. Like 
like like how you used to do it back in the day with mixtapes. It was like I could do that with the CD, which was like the big thing. Josh had um, God, this was like maybe during college or right after college. He had a fifty disc. Yeah, might be more. There were like two hundred fifty. There was two hundred fifty changers. Yeah. Three hundred yeah. CD changers. He had like uh, something that was huge because he put literally all of his discs in yeah. there because he had a ton of music. And it would, he would just hit random, and it would just play random songs, and it was great. But, like, obviously, we don't even have the hookup for it. I don't even know where it is. I don't even think we have it anymore. Like, I actually don't have a boombox at all. Nope. I have records with no record player. Oh. Well, see, I have records, but I have um, an okay record player. I got it as a gift. But, I mean, obviously, if you want better sound, yeah, like, um, you obviously get a way more expensive one. But this was a good starter one because... Um, I just wanted Kira to kind of get used to the record. But even then, like, the hookups for all the speakers and stuff is just a little... It's like Bluetooth. Right. The speakers aren't that great. Yeah. So, like, I told Josh, I'm like, we need a better sound system if we want to up, upgrade our, our our entire, like, music listening thing. Right now, we're listening through Google, like, homes and stuff. So it's not like it's that, like, elevated by any means. But... It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, once we like actually have more time and like research and do like and have a better listening experience, sure. But then again, it's like I still have cassettes and I have CDs and I have all this other stuff. Which, by the way, digital music is so much better quality. Sure, um, I do like vinyl still and the way that the vinyl sounds. Yes. So I would I'm more inclined to like listen to stuff on vinyl. I just don't have that much stuff on vinyl. That's the problem. No, so. you just got to go out there and start collecting. That's what really comes down to it. It's a lot of effort. It is. There is a bit of effort required. I mean, I guess it's less than it used to be. I mean, you can go on Amazon. They have records there. You can just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's something about going to to the shops. Yeah. Going to Amoeba and like finding a really like awesome, like used one and just being like, oh, I got something really good, you know? Um, I have like a lot of like my favorite albums on on vinyl. So that's good. Like I have Purple Rain. um, That's good. uh, Most of Radiohead. That's always um, good. Like, the whole thing about a record is, like, you need, you can't skip. Like, it's, like, you start and right. you play it through. Like, you, it has yeah. to be good albums to be Right, vinyl. nothing nothing new. I think the newest thing I have is Mumford & Sons. Yeah, which is, okay, it all sounds the same anyway, so. Well, it's, like, their first, like, major breakthrough album. Yeah, I know, so. I know, yeah, Little Lion Man so and it's all very, that. Too, yeah, it's very old, though. I mean, yeah. that came out when? Like, don't let's not go there. It was about ten years ago, maybe, maybe twelve years ago. Yeah, I'm guessing something like that's, that. That's where I'm starting to get scared. Where I'm like, oh boy, like time has jumped to a new level of speed. Where I'm like, me no like, me no like this. I have no concept of time right now. <laughs> that's why you have a child that gives you the concept of time. Like, I guess sure, but there's also like. Um... You know, one of those things where you're kind of just like, hey, um, I haven't talked to you in a while. And then you like think back and you look at your text messages. And I'm like, oh, it's been like two years. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've done that one. I'm like, oh, do I even text this person? It's been that long. Um, oh, it came out in 09. Yeah, so 13. Yeah. 13 years. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, look at this band. My friend says, I thought that they were a southern band, but they're actually British. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You th- I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, when, when you, when like, so I remember vividly 
Did you say oh nine? Because that doesn't sound right. That sounds like it was older. Because I think I was at MTV at the time. No, then I was at MTV at that time. Yeah, never mind. So I was watching, you know, the TV on MTV like in our break room. Right. And we, you know, we have our channels up. And I hear the song, and one of my coworkers is just like, "Oh, I love them. They're so good. You know, whatever." And she's she's telling me about them. Um, and she's really into music. So I was like, okay. And I always like take her um, advice about a lot of like music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching the video. I'm like, oh, it sounds like a Southern band. They have like a banjo. They have, you know, yeah. so I thought that they were just a Southern band. And I listened to them, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. And like, I wasn't like that invested where I was like, I'm going to look them up and see what, see where they're from and see all about them, you know, whatever. Right. So I just assumed they were Southern. So, and then like, maybe like six months later, I, I, see them being interviewed and he's fucking British <laughs> and it was like what and then I started listening to some like more closely and I'm like oh yeah I could kind of tell that they're British that's just based on his voice you know right right right, right. but um you know that's one of the um that's like the, the Colin Farrell thing yeah where everyone's like yeah wait oh he's Irish well, I knew he was Irish. I don't know why. I think it's mainly because of Sinead. Um, oh, that's uh, true, true, true. But I had no idea until, like, what he did. I was like, wait, what? He, he's Irish, Irish. Like, thick Irish. Cause every, well, yeah, there's there's a lot of people where you're just like, oh, because they do such great American accents. Yes. Christian Bale was my favorite one when he accepted his Oscar. And people are like, wait, what? We And no one could place his actual accent. They're like, you know, that, 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 that British-type accent. Because they wouldn't say English. They couldn't say English because they're like, that's not that. It was weird. And they're like, it's not Scottish. They couldn't figure out where he was from. So it was quite entertaining for me in that sense. So, you know, the whole yeah. Pembrokeshire thing that he had going. So Yeah, it's it's interesting because, um, who is it? Um, he's Welsh. Matthew Reese, I didn't know, yep. was um, Welsh. Like, I just... I think I saw him in the Americans, and yeah. I just thought he was American. Nope, he does a very good American accent. That's most yeah, of them do. Yeah, fantastic. It's, where did I see him? I saw him do a the a reading of Under the Milkwood that he put on at UCLA, actually at the the theater. Like they did a radio recording of that. Uh, God, that was uh, I don't want to say that was eight or nine years ago. Yeah. It was Dylan Thomas' hundredth birthday, so whatever that was. If right. anyone feels like Google is Google searching me and being like, this is when it was, idiot. I'm like, okay. And by the way, the name was Misha Barton of the actress that I couldn't think of. Yeah, I kept thinking Marissa. And yeah, because the character was Marissa. Show. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I was and like, so that's why, um, that's why it kept tripping me up because I'm like, it's not Marissa. I'm but like, it's something like that. Yeah. Marissa Cooper. Yeah. I, I mean, I know Nate loves the OC and stuff, but I barely watched it. <laughs> I watched it. I enjoyed it for a while. I know all the main players and I know what happens, but I never like watched it religiously like he did. No. Like no. he like loves that show. I mean, it's an okay show, but it just wasn't my favorite. I watched it. I think I watched it religiously when it first started. Not going to lie. It was because I just moved back to Boston from. Uh, and you missed California. I did not miss California, but everyone was <laughs> like, you're from here. I was like, no. They're like, is it like that there? I'm like, Sorta, pseudo, yes, depending on where you live. So, like the cotillions and all that jazz was real. Like, I was like, oh my god, they they really carried over this stuff. Because the creator went to USC and 
talked to a bunch of girls from like the Orange County, San Diego area to like see how it was to be like a high schooler back then, which was pretty spot on. Like the whole thing, it was just like disturbing. And then of course they just were a TV show on Fox. Let's be a little bit more out there. But, yeah. But now we have Bel Air, which is the same thing. It's just going to be, you know, I have a, a lot of people in our, our territory of age who are not happy about this reboot. Which I'm like, I'm kind of interested just to see where it goes, but I just have a feeling like it's going to be a mix of that. So, and like Beverly Hills 99210, Bel Air, like, you know, OC, just not reinventing the wheel at all. I don't know. Just, it'll be whatever. I don't even, have you watched it yet? Or is it not even out yet? It's out. I have Peacock, actually. I haven't watched it. I mean, I like I said, I've been a little behind. I started watching Marry Me on Peacock, and I never finished it. How was it, by the way? Show. Um, okay. I mean, it's a romantic comedy, right? Yeah. And there's, like I said, there's, like, something special about J-Lo's romantic comedies. They're all very different, and, like, I only like The Wedding Planner, but... Are like, they different? Whatever... They're all pretty much her being her. Just in a different yeah, job. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is, like, even a little bit, like, way too close to home because, I mean, she talks about she's a pop singer and she's been married many times. You know uh, what I mean? Like, and then, like, her dude, like... Bails on cheats her. On her. Like, he cheats on her with her assistant or something and, like, she was about to get married to him on stage. That's the whole, like, you know, premise of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she finds out about it and there was, like, a video. Somebody took a video of, like, her assistant and him. And so she decided not to, and then she just picked some random guy out to get married with, and it was Owen Wilson. Oh, by um, the way, that wasn't supposed to be Owen Wilson to start. Right. I think we talked about this, right? Yeah, it I was think Army so. Hammer. Army Hammer. Yep. Who's who's making well, a comeback? Good. Believe it or not, he's he's reconciled his he marriage. Oh, really? There, they, they, with his wife. Yeah, that was about three weeks, like a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, I got to bring this up, and I completely forgot to bring it up on the pod. Like at most things, where I'm like, oh. Army Hammer, something's going. Like, we should talk about this, and I completely forget. Yeah. We go down some... Well, that's the thing. Like, he kind of... I mean, he's smart. He, like, stopped for a long time. Disappeared. Which you should do. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe... Maybe a little bit of time, people will cool off from this whole thing. But it's what the majority of them do. Like, Chris is now creeping out into town and doing... Going up on advertising for shows and comedy right now. They just hope that, like, they forget. Like, I'm sure Louis C.K. is, I mean, I think he's having a couple of shows here and there, but not, like, huge ones or anything, and he's kind of slowly coming back, too. And um... Yeah, he's been on that. He he did the Dave Chappelle stuff in Ohio during the pandemic. Like, he was out doing those Yeah, shows. but Dave Chappelle's not really, like, copacetic either, really. Not Well, no, he Dave Chappelle can pretty much do what he wants right now when it comes to, right. you know. At, he... Eh. I mean, he's kind of like caught in that weird. I don't know if you saw the whole town thing that he was he was dealing with, deal, or dealing with, like where he shot down like this whole idea of low income housing. Which, once again, it's just how he came across as like I won't do this. And like, if the town or the city council weren't organized and it's going to end up, you know, being a problem, like they're stealing from the community by doing what they're doing, which is usually the case. I would side with Dave, but he just didn't like let people know what the hell was going on. He was just like, no. And it just comes off as you don't want low income housing in an area. So it's, it's one of those ones, but he was like, Oh, it's like one or two units. That would be 
affordable. But I'm housing. sure I'm sure there's a reason. I mean, this is the thing you can't like everyone tries to make everything black and white, right? Yeah. Like, and it's just and sometimes it isn't. Like, oh. there's probably an explanation. Like, there's a reason why people, you know, say the things that they say. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh, okay, you meant that. Um, <laughs> but more so than but not. That's the thing. Days. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's just like when you have sound bites and stuff. Like you never really know the, the the extent of the story or whatever, and that's just how it has been. And people have been, and that's why, like for me, when when people talk about like journalistic integrity, like that exists. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want clickbait. I want to be able to like read a headline and click on it and read about the story and take it. Like, I get it if it's like a gossip type website or whatever i know what i'm going to get at tmz yeah right like like but when when you are kind of like a normal regular like a magazine or you know newspaper or something i get that you need clicks i work in that industry i work in advertising right but like as a as a consumer though like it just makes me really upset that's why i i literally only like read npr and a couple other and and i go on apple news because apple news is actually it curates a lot of things based on, you know, what you what you click on. But there's also paywalls on Apple News, which is frustrating. Yeah. But then because, again, I'm like, how are these companies supposed to work without paywalls? And like, you know. Exactly. No one's getting papers anymore, for the most part, unless you're like a little bit older than us. Even then, like, we were the, like, probably the last generation of newspaper. And that's kind of stretching it. I haven't had a newspaper outside of a Sunday paper here and there in some time. Like, it's been a long time. And I used to rely on work to provide me newspapers. And mm. that was, I mean, that doesn't happen anymore because I don't go in the office. You know? My college would, you would, they would have a Boston Herald at, if you wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you had to. Yeah, I remember going into the library at UCLA and there was like all the periodicals every day. And it was awesome. Yeah. But now it's like, no, like. Why? Like you just go online. But as a student, you get like free, you, I think you get like free, um, Maybe New York Times, like you get a, you get like a lot of different subscriptions, like either cheaper or free. So that's nice. Yeah, I used to get the Wall Street Journal because I was an econ major. Never really read oh, nice. it. I never read it. Like, let's be honest, I had to get it, and I'm like, oh, why not? I don't know. I don't. I. I... The Wall Street Journal's great. Is it? I mean, it's great for those people who I don't know. I, I don't like the. Well, it's good to have. Style. Like, it's, it's good I, to have if that's what you're reading, right? Like, yeah. it's great in that sense. But I mean, do I read it regularly? No. Sometimes yeah. I'll have a couple articles that I'll see and I'll click on, and I'm just like, oh, I don't have a subscription. And it's frustrating. Uh, the clickbait got you, and they're like, oh, you should have that. Yeah. But you know, as you a know, a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of it is Business Insider for me because of work and stuff. Right. So that's that's the most frustrating, and New York Times because. There's a lot of stuff on New York Times that I want to read, and then you're just like, "Oh, I forgot," you know. I mean, the the one paper like the Washington Post, it's like it it all. Now you, I hate to say this in this weird way of like conspiracy. Not is not conspiracy because the billionaires who own these publications, you know, do say like we shouldn't be taxing billionaires. It's like that is bad for the economy. It's like okay, Bezos, yeah, yeah uh, you haven't paid taxes on anything, and a teacher who's making thirty thousand dollars a year is paying, you know. I don't know. It's one of those ones where you just kind of the newspaper, like certain papers are good at what they do. Like, I don't even know if we get like those kind of like spotlight circus stories anymore. Like the groundbreaking things like 
what should have been happening, like, because someone was writing a goddamn book about uh, 45, about flushing down, flushing, you know... Papers down the toilet. Toilet. Documents. Documents, like, top secret documents possibly. Who knows what he was flushing down the toilets. But they held on to that information until they could write their book. And, that, like, two years later, they're like, oh, guess what? Trump was clogging up the toilets in the White House with documents. If he was smarter, that he has a fucking fireplace. I mean, come on, people know how to know how to get rid of your documents. Well, he obviously, <laughs> it, it, and it, it's funny when you watch all the clips and like you know whether it's the Daily Show or any of the late night shows talking about like that's why he brought up the toilet so much and like things don't flush the same way that they used to. Like it was around the time when he started flushing down documents and like he kept <sighs> like the love letters of you know of Kim. And who else knows? It's just in, you know, where's the, the lock them up chance and things like that. It's just the whole political atmosphere right now is just messed up. It's like no accountability is happening. Merrick Garland's doing nothing from. No, but like, this is the thing. It's like frustrating. I don't think like, I don't think we're going to get much done. We're too, we're too divided. Like, oh, no. the Senate is the Senate is way too close for comfort as far as like fifty fifty split and everything. Like things just it don't happen. It is a fifty fifty split, and it's not even a fifty fifty split yeah. because the Republicans will go walk and like they'll side with themselves. They'll just say, "Okay, we're all on the same side." Even the ones who are now censured from the Republican Party, right? And then they'll still vote with the Republicans that, that won't that won't vote that won't they won't be a. Uh, uh, they're not like the Republicans. That's why the Democrats are going to never get anything done. <laughs> no, the Democrats are effing useless. Like, and those who want to get things done are so, always clogged up by the Democrats who want to get things done but don't want to get anything done. So, the fun in the world that we have going on. It's not all about retiring. Hmm. So, do we know anything about Pelosi supposedly retiring? And I heard the what's her face. Who's our Who's our senator? Who's like has to wear diapers because she's ninety. Feinstein. Yes, she's opting for re-election. I don't know if we if she wins again. I'm like, what is wrong with this state? Well, this is a, this is where I I feel bad to say this because I love Kamala Harris as our VP and everything that she represents in that sense. But I kind of wish that like she stayed as a senator. I think she would get so much more done. I think she would have gotten more done as an AG. Well, that too, or Supreme Court justice. That that either, whatever, like anything but what she she's doing. She could have legitimately nothing right been, now. been no recommended, but she's she can't run for president. The DNC wanted her to be the heir, the heir, but she's running l- lower than Pence ever did. Like her ratings are god awful. Like she can't win in twenty twenty four. Well, things, things seem to yeah, change really, really fast. This, this thing don't. This thing changing. She got. She got more heat than Hillary Clinton does. But also, like, where's Mike Pence? Oh God, like, what, where? Where's any? Like, I mean, he got screwed over, right, by Trump. No, Mike Pence. Well, no, he he made his own bed. He's where he's supposed to be. He didn't have a house to go home to when he got out. So, I don't care. I'm like. <laughs> He's still backing him when people wanted him hung, and he's like, "I'm okay with that," and he he's not willing to fight for himself. 
That's... I just don't understand how, like, it's okay. Like, you know, the president was advocating for people to to basically go after the v- his current like, sitting VP, and he's still okay with that. Like, with the, with the January 6th, like, things. and Because they were after Pence, right? Yeah, yes, they wanted to hang him. They... Yeah, so it's just like... And, and and that's okay. That that's okay, I guess. Like I don't. I like. How is that okay? I don't understand. It it's absolutely fine in this world. Like everything that happened, those were those were FBI agents. They were Antifa. They were you know like everything but but those. I people, don't think they even know those who, Antifa guys Antifa that are is. being held are like political perse- like politically persecuted against and. That's the thing I'm saying when it comes to the, like, what is it? It's like, you can't have it both ways and then be like, oh, it's this, but it's this. And it's like, they make, none of the groups, none of the conservatives make any sense. Like, I don't even know what it is anymore. It's just like, they say one thing and then they say something else. And it's, what is it exactly? Well, I mean, the Democrats are a mess too. Well, I'm not arguing that, but I'm not arguing that, but they're at least, they're just But this this is the frustration that I have is just like, Nothing gets done. No. And when you like, oh, something's going to get done, it's like, no, of course it's not going to get done because there's going to be one or two assholes who are like, no, we don't want to well, get then, done. And then you have to like, oh, we're going to wait for re-election and yeah. then we're going to wait for this and it's just like... No, no, we're, we're going gonna, gonna to move into a dictatorship soon enough because the Republicans are smarter than the Democrats. Democrat <sighs> leadership are fucking idiots. Simple enough. And if anyone would disagree with, like, uh, disagree with me... You're wrong. Like, look at it. Look at the, co- the competence of Schumer and fucking Pelosi. There is zero competence. They all they care about is their Pelosi only cares about her bank account. She, it wasn't until she was put under the fire by Ossef. Is it Ossef, the the senator of uh, Atlanta or of uh, Georgia? Who I don't remember. They, they, yeah. No training while familiar, you're in yeah. office. I think, but they're all there to make money because they're already. Of course. Huge, usually affluent people who have money to invest. How does uh, someone who makes a hundred thousand dollars have 40, wait, what is it? What does uh, McConnell have now? $43 million in the bank after his, his time in office. It's like making a hundred, $200,000 a year. It's like, they're, they're scamming the system and they're scamming us and they're doing what they want. So, cause they're in power. There's no repercussions for them. As we're seeing right now, when you actually have people who are breaking the law and there's nothing being done about it. But that's a positive way to end the show today. It was, it, was a, it was a good time. God. Yeah. No, it's uh, that's that's why I'm frustrated because, like, in theory, like this government is set up where it's supposed to work, but no, it just it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. Not anymore. Not not with the divide. It needs to break up from two parties to become four or five. That's the only way things are going to work. And we got to move away from, uh, you know, everything. I've, at least we don't have a queen. Yeah, the queen's now just a figurehead with freaking yeah. COVID. But, but I, I, I mean, it's, like, still, it's still newsworthy. You mean the welfare family it. that gets all the money? <laughs> yeah. Well, so. they were born into it, dude. Yeah, the fucking Germans. And the Greeks. You can't, you can't say anything about that. They were born into it. Yeah, God. <laughs> they didn't choose that life. No. <laughs> but um, wasn't she like sick? Didn't she have COVID or something? She does have COVID right now. She's old. She's yeah. I'm, I'm sure I, I sent Nate a a, a gif of uh, it, like of uh, Drago. If he dies, he dies from Rocky Four. 
Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm sure Prince Charles is feeling this right now. Of course, because Prince Charles has been wanting to be, you know, king for forever, right? Oh, absolutely. He thought he had a shot. He's 70-something now. Yeah, I feel so bad for him in a way. No, I don't. No, he's not a great person either. But No, I said in a way. 